gut instinct, gut feeling, even butterflies in your stomach. You might think these thoughts in your head, but you're feeling them in your gut. That's the gut-brain connection in action, and its pull is strong. You can think of it kind of like this. Maybe you have a friend, or it could be a family member, who you chat with all the time. You know each other so well that you finish each other's sentences. The two of you never run out of things to talk about. That's the connection between the brain and the gut. It is so solid that no one's tearing it apart. And this glorious link, this super communication pathway, it's all made possible by a part of the central nervous system called the vagus nerve. It travels down the back of your body and connects these two body systems. Even though they're far apart, it connects them so that they can talk like two young girlfriends who stay up all night at a sleepover. Now, let's bring IBD into this equation. When we deal with challenges like Crohn's and colitis, we know, we feel its impact daily, where the digestive system and other parts of our body, they fail us at every turn. But what if we could use this gut-brain connection, this vagal pathway as it's called, this amazing friendship and connection, what if we could use that to our IBD benefit? And what if it was amazingly simple? What if there were no-brainer, easy-peasy ways that increase our vagal tone and ultimately create a positive impact for our gut? We all would want that. Reducing symptoms like inflammation, boosting our immune system, reducing our stress response, balancing our mood with less anxiety and less depression, and even healing the lining of our digestive tract. Sometimes gut healing is hard. Sometimes we do need to take drastic, challenging steps to heal. And sometimes gut healing modalities, they're so simple that they're right at our fingertips. No side effects, no toxic pills, no special diet to follow. Just simple steps that you can get started on right away. Well, grab your pen and paper, get out the notes app on your phone, because today is all about some simple, no-brainer steps you can take right now to improve your gut health. And it's all thanks to this amazing, often undervalued vagus nerve. You're listening to The Cheeky Podcast for Moms with IBD, a safe space where moms with Crohn's and colitis connect, explore powerful tools for healing, and transform our lives to thrive in motherhood and in life. I'm your host, Karen Haley, IBD health coach, integrative wellness enthusiast, and mom to three outstanding kids. After having Crohn's disease for 30 years and working as a health advocate exclusively with IBD clients for the last 10 years, I know it's time to bring the types of candid conversations I have with my clients out into the open. It's our time to go on an IBD healing journey and do it like only a mom can. Let's do this. Hello, my friend, and welcome back to the Cheeky Podcast. It's a treat to be with you today talking about one of my favorite, absolute favorite gut healing topics that just doesn't get enough attention. It's the vagus nerve. 
I just stimulated mine right before I hit record on this episode and I'm feeling energized and ready to tell you all about it. Before we dive in with the juicy details, I want to leave you with one final reminder. You might remember me talking about this at the end of the last couple episodes. It's my private health coaching practice and it's about to hit pause for new clients. I'm booking my last consult calls before enacting my waitlist on Tuesday, July 12th, and that's in 2022, just in case you're not listening to this in real time, July 12th, 2022. If you and I are already working together, just know this won't impact you at all. You are still good to go. And just by the way, it's been my honor, it continues to be my honor to be by your side on your gut healing journey. But from time to time, I reach my client limit. So in order for me to best serve the clients that I do have, I need to press pause on taking new clients for a while. And one of those pauses, it's about to happen. So if you have been thinking about how health coaching might be just what you need to get some clarity on your IBD healing journey to help you find remission, if you've been feeling stuck in a rut, spinning your wheels and getting nowhere with your current IBD healing plan, or if you just feel overwhelmed, overwhelmed with all your healing options because you just don't know where to start, hop on a client call with me. My 30-minute consults are completely free and we'll chat about how your IBD is impacting your life. We'll make a plan to get you started on the right path and we'll talk about how we can work together to help your gut healing goals become your reality. After these sessions, the comment that I always get is something like, wow, I don't feel so overwhelmed anymore or now I have a plan and a path to move forward and that that is the best thing for me to hear. It truly lights me up. After all these years with Crohn's, giving back in this way, it just feeds my soul. Do you know if you're a longtime listener to the podcast, you know that for me, supporting you on your IBD healing journey, it's my mission in life. I suffered for way too long, way, way, way too long before I finally found ways that could help put my IBD symptoms in their place. And I don't want you to suffer like I did. There's just so much that can be done to help. Sometimes we just need someone to take us by the hand and walk with us as we figure things out. Did I mention that IBD consult calls with me are absolutely free? What are you waiting for? Now is the time, mama. If you're ready to take big, bold, IBD-sized action steps, I'm here to help. Go to karenhaley.com forward slash consult. That's karenhaley.com forward slash consult. And Karen is spelled with a Y to book your session with me today. Remember, it all goes away on July 12th, 2022. So take advantage of this opportunity before then. Okay, my friend, it's Vegas nerve time. And we are talking about some simple action steps you can take today ones that can have a positive impact on your gut and on the rest of your body. And let's be honest here, this might seem like an episode that you want to skip because it's maybe it's not the sexiest topic and 
Maybe it's something that you haven't heard of before, so you're not sure if it's worth your time. But I have to tell you this. Let me tell you, my friend, you should definitely stay for this one because I am about to share with you things that your doctor probably has never talked to you about. You are going to just get to see, you're going to believe how profound and just how simple some of these steps are. And you'll see how they can actually help your Crohn's and colitis symptoms. That's really huge. So I have to just say that before you say, eh, I don't know about this one because this is actually capital H huge. You're going to love this. Before we get to the 11 simple ways that you can engage and stimulate your vagus nerve for better gut health, what I want to do is just take a quick step back. Because in order to fully embrace these simple action steps that I'm going to share with you, you'll want to understand exactly what we're talking about here and why the vagus nerve and the gut-brain connection, why does it have anything to do with your IBD at all? Now, we're not going to get too detailed here because there actually there's already a cheeky podcast episode about the gut-brain connection. It's out there. It's an oldie, and for me, to be really honest with you, it's cringy. It's a little cringy to listen to, but the information is valuable. So I'm going to get vulnerable. I'm going to swallow my pride and the dread of you going there and taking a listen and just remind you that it's episode six. Now we're up to episode 97 at this point, so please be kind. (laughs) But I hope that the flow of information since then has improved since number six. But if you're looking to expand your knowledge about the gut-brain access, if this episode, today's episode, is really intriguing to you, that's the next episode for you because it's a really good companion episode for this one. So go check that one out as well. I'll leave a link in the show notes. But in this episode, we're going to actually move beyond the vagus nerve connection as we talk about how to stimulate it for better gut health. Let's go ahead and just do a quick refresher though for how this connection works and why it matters for those of us with Crohn's and colitis. So if you remember studying anatomy and physiology in school, and of course, who doesn't, (laughs) you might remember just how amazing our body systems are. Now that part I do remember. The fact that they work in such harmony to keep us alive, it always amazes me. It's truly astounding. The vagus nerve is one of those body systems. It's part of, as the name suggests, it's part of the central nervous system or the CNS. The CNS, it breaks into different types of nerves and the vagus nerve, it's part of the CNS system called the parasympathetic nervous system. You might've heard of that before. It's opposite counterpart. That's the sympathetic nervous system. That's your fight or flight. That's the part of our anatomy that we need in dangerous situations. But when we see that there is no real danger, it's up to our parasympathetic nervous system to kick in and our vagus nerve to then help calm, just calm. It kicks in and just helps calm us down. Now, the cool thing about this system is that it's autonomic. We don't have to think about it to make it work. Things like our breathing, our heartbeat, our digestion, these are all parts of this system, and it's a well-oiled machine that doesn't take conscious thought to work. Well, the vagus nerve, it's part of the parasympathetic nervous system, this calming system, and it starts at the base of our skull, and then it travels down our back with nerve endings moving into our heart, into our immune system, and into our 
digestive system. When we talk about this nerve, we talk about it connecting the gut and the brain, but we really should include the microbiome in here as well, because that's really the gut connection. It's those trillions of tiny microorganisms, those gut bugs, if you will, that play a crucial role here. You can think of this connection like the information super highway and even though it contains no Wi-Fi, not even dial-up internet connection for it to work, it's actually even faster than the World Wide Web. And it's definitely more important because it connects all the major organs in you. Now, to keep our amazingly well-crafted bodies going, our organs, they need to be in constant communication with each other in order to maintain balance, to maintain homeostasis. And this communication, it's bi-directional. So it's not one-way street. It's not a one-way street is what I'm saying. The vagus nerve is not just the brain sending information down the road to the gut, and it's not the gut sending information just up. It's constant information, and it's constantly going both ways. Talk about a complicated system. Because of this complicated, constant communication, the vagus nerve, it gets to play a role in our food intake, our hunger, our satiety, or the feeling that we're full. But it also plays a role in our physiology and even in our behavior. Even just simple thoughts and feelings that we've gotten used to when we have IBD or just walking around as humans, they're linked to the vagus nerve. So things like feeling that rumbly, gurgly belly sometimes, that's linked to it. Feeling nauseous or queasy, that's linked to it. Having abdominal pain is linked to the vagus nerve. Even just how your mouth will water when you think of your favorite food. It's all about the gut-brain connection. Okay, so, so far so good, right? All right, well, here is where, in my opinion, all this complicated anatomy gets interesting because it turns out that the health of the vagus nerve and the communications we are having between our microbiome and our brain, it actually links to all kinds of illnesses when the communication isn't working at its peak. When this vagus nerve communication isn't working at its peak, we are then susceptible to several illnesses researchers have found. Autism spectrum disorders, schizophrenia, major depression, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, even MS. Research shows major connections to disrupted vagus nerve communication. And because this nerve ending also plays a role in our fight or flight response, it also plays a huge role in our stress response, how we experience stress and anxiety. And it also plays a large role in how inflammation shows up in our body. So if we could, we'd all want to find ways to have our vagus nerve working at its peak, working at its best. We'd want to stimulate it so it's working to its fullest, wouldn't we? Because when the vagus nerve is happy, the inflammation in our digestive tract is lower. Our stress response is more regulated and balanced. And we are at de decreased risk of other illnesses like the ones I just mentioned. So illnesses that are, hit you on both a physical and a mental health level. Now, just a couple minutes ago, I know I said this is where it gets interesting. The vagus nerve and its strong connection to disease and illness. But hold on to your hat, mama, and get ready to geek out with me because this is where, if you thought that was interesting, it's about to get 
fascinating. Everything I mentioned so far has been information that's been around for a while, but lately this gut brain microbiotic connection all through the vagus nerve has gotten even more fascinating because lately researchers have found researchers have found there you go Karen researchers have found that when we take specific bacterial strains so think probiotics prebiotics when we take those we can change the course of some of these types of illnesses specific types of bacterial strains that's new so it used to be the scientists would say, or the doctors would say, the researchers would say, we know that probiotics are important for your gut health, but we're not exactly sure which probiotic you should take. So go ahead, take a multi-strain one because I'm sure that one of those bacterial strains will help. But now, now researchers have been able to pinpoint specific bacterial strains and say, this one helps for depression, this one helps for Parkinson's, and this one helps for IBD. D. And through treatment options like these, we are stimulating the connection between the gut and the brain through our microbiome for a healthier vagus nerve connection and a healthier whole body for you. Now, there's a long way to go with this research. It's just in its infancy, but it's coming along more rapidly now than ever. Just think, if we could use very specific strains of bacteria on our own body, just imagine how much more effective they'd be at controlling our Crohn's and colitis symptoms. For example, there's some new research that's been studied around a bacterial strain called E. coli Nissel 1917. And it's been shown to be beneficial for patients with both Crohn's and colitis. Have you heard about this strain? I actually have some clients who swear by it, who take this probiotic. It's an integral role of their wheel of wellness. Now, of course, everyone's individual. And I have to say more research needs to be conducted. I am a firm believer that you can start with those animal trials. Ethical, of course, you can start with those animal trials then you should definitely move into human trials, right? Because we're human. So more needs to be done with this. There's been some animal studies. I'd like to see some human trials to see really what the connection is. I'd like to see more of those, especially before you know if this approach is best for you. But isn't it exciting? It's exciting to think that it's really going to maybe move the IVD needle in a positive direction. I hope that we will see that in our lifetime. If you want to read more about this specific bacterial strain, this E. coli Nissel 1917, to see it, you know, see the research for yourself, go to the show notes because I have links there. Go to the show notes at karenhaley.com forward slash 97. You can check it out there. K-A-R-Y-N-H-A-L-E-Y and it's 97. And you can check out the research for yourself. See what you think about it and how it might fit for you. Now, thanks to all this new research that's currently being conducted, we can also get really specific with conditions that are helped by stimulating our vagus nerve. Medical centers like the Cleveland Clinic have been treating gastroparesis. That's a condition where food stops moving from the stomach and into the intestines, so they've been using it for that, and also with vasovagal syncope, basically fainting. They've been using this vagal nerve stimulation, or as it's called VNS, vagal nerve stimulation. And those two conditions are more traditional uses for VNS therapy. But information put out by the Cleveland Clinic also shows indications for VNS for other health challenges, 
like cluster headaches, like PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, and guess what other condition near and dear to our heart? Yeah, you guessed it. VNS has been used to treat inflammatory bowel disease. And here's where we get to the most useful part of this whole conversation today. We now know the why, why the link between the brain, the gut, and the microbiome, and to that link to IBD and why that's so important. Now we get to the how, to the how we can stimu stimulate the vagus nerve to help as a healing tool for your Crohn's or your colitis. Well, one way is through this medical VNS, this vagal nerve stimulation therapy, like I just mentioned. So far, there have been only a few human studies looking at medical uses for VNS in IBD. And one study showed that patients with IBD had the DNS device. It was inserted cervically and the device was implanted internally. And so this study showed promising results for IBD symptoms. But there's a newer study where the VNS device it was used in a non-invasive way, so it wasn't inserted inside the patients. One study in 2021 that I looked at showed a younger set of IBD patients, so 10-year-olds to 21-year-olds. They all had mild to moderate disease, Crohn's or colitis, and they didn't respond to conventional treatment. The people in this study, they also had calprotectin levels of 200 or higher. And I know most of us know that lovely calprotectin word. We always are getting our calprotectin checked by our doctors. It's an IBD measurement tool through a stool sample that looks at your IBD inflammation in your body. And so a level of 200, that would be considered active inflammation. So these young people in the study, they were given this vagal nerve stimulation treatment externally, either through their left ear externally or through their lower leg. And although it was, I have to say, it was a small study to be fair, it was at least humans, it was a human trial, and it definitely showed promising results for several of the patients, including remission for many. This is definitely prompting more research in the area of vagal nerve stimulation and how it can help with IBD symptoms. So we'll have to see. We'll have to see. Is there more studies that are going to be conducted? Does it end up as a treatment that we go into our doctor's office and they talk to us about? Wouldn't that be cool? So that's what's happening medically with this vagal nerve stimulation. That's what's happening with the gut-brain vagus nerve stimulation and with research. And at some point, an option for treatment in your doctor's office, maybe, right? But what can you do right now? What can you do to help increase your vagal tone right at home so that you can find gut healing benefits for you right now? Not waiting, but right now. Well, I mentioned at the top of the episode that activating and stimulating your vagus nerve for better gut health, it's simple. And it's something you can do right away. And as I give you these examples today, you're going to see just how accessible and easy this process is. There's 11 ways you can stimulate and increase your vagal tone to help you control inflammation, boost your immune system, heal mucosal lining, decrease your stress response and your feelings of anxiety, even helping to modulate your mood. And especially it's been shown effective for depression how you can help be become more resilient and also enjoy so many more benefits of this vagus nerve gut brain connection. 
Now, vagal tone, as it's called, or a well-stimulated vagus nerve, it's assessed by looking at your heart rate and your breathing rate. We want there to be a difference between your inhalation heart rate and your exhalation heart rate. Your breath should speed up a little bit when you breathe in and then slow down when you breathe out. This means higher vagal tone, which equals a healthier gut-brain connection. So let's increase your vagal tone, all with ways that you don't need to go to a doctor's office for, all with easy ways that there's where there's no special equipment needed. Let's do that, shall we? Okay, number one, you can increase your vagal tone with gentle exercise. And I think that you'll find that gentle exercises like yoga is especially beneficial here because there are lots of twisting your torso exercises in this type of gentle exercise practice. Twisting exercises, they help with the smooth muscle contractions and smooth muscle contractions aid in digesting your food. Gentle impact exercises, they stimulate your vagus nerve for better digestion. All right, number two, you can increase your vagal tone with deep breathing exercises. Deep breathing promotes the parasympathetic nervous system state of relaxation, calm, peace. There's several ways that you can incorporate deep breathing into your day. And you know, I am a huge fan of the four, seven, eight breath. That's the breath where you breathe in through your nose for four seconds, you hold it for seven seconds, and then you breathe out through your mouth for eight seconds. It's a breath that you can do anytime, any place, anywhere. That's why I love it so much. I'm also a huge fan of taking three slow, deep, intentional breaths in the morning before I rise, before I even put my legs over the bed, before I get up, taking those deep breaths. And then also taking three slow, deep, intentional breaths before I go to bed at night. It's just very calming and soothing. And I think it's just a lovely way to start and end the day for good vagal tone. Now, Alternate nostril breathing, that's also a wonderful breathing exercise to stimulate the vagus nerve. It involves blocking off one nostril while breathing in and then taking turns closing the other nostril when you breathe out. And you can repeat this exercise on both nostrils 10 to 20 times playing with how slow or how fast you complete the cycle. The most important part about deep breathing is no matter how many seconds you decide to make your breath last, when you breathe in and then breathe out, try to make your exhalation breath double the time of your inhalation. So if you were to breathe in for four seconds, then you want your exhalation to be eight seconds. If you breathe in for three seconds, let's say, then you would want your exhalation breath out for six seconds. And then you continue to try to lengthen the time of your deep breathing and you'll send signals of calm and relaxation to your vagus nerve. All right, number three. Number three way to increase your vagal tone is by singing. Yes, you heard me right, singing. Whether you are tone deaf or you sing like Julie Andrews in The Sound of Music, it doesn't matter. Just the act of singing is all you need for this vagus nerve stimulator. This is my favorite. You might not be surprised to hear that. This is my favorite way to stimulate my vagus nerve. 
It works because vibrations in your body from singing gives your vagus nerve a workout. It's working out while you're singing. There's no fight or flight response while you're singing. Just lots of rest and digest, which are all parts of the parasympathetic nervous system and the vagus nerve. Okay, number four, you can increase your vagal tone by side sleeping. Side sleeping. Are you already a side sleeper? If you are, that's a bonus. And if you are sleeping on your right side, that's a double bonus. Right side sleepers are stimulating their vagus nerve and increasing their vagal tone all while they sleep. It could not be any simpler than that. Now, if you are a back or a tummy sleeper, you can always use a pillow to help. You know one of those long pillows or now they're U-shaped pillows. I always called it my boyfriend pillow when I was pregnant. They're those long body pillows you might remember from being pregnant yourself. I would always tell my husband, my boyfriend's coming to bed with us tonight. (laughs) Totally bad joke, but he always laughed at it, which is how I know he is a keeper. (laughs) If they laugh at your bad jokes, they're a keeper. If you prop up that type of pillow behind your back, it can help you stay on your right side while you sleep. Okay, let's talk about idea number five. Speaking of laughing with your spouse, you can increase your vagal tone by laughing. Laughter, it is truly the best medicine, isn't it? Laughter stimulates your vagus nerve and increases vagal tone. So often, I know this to be true, so often as moms, we forget to laugh or we feel like we don't have time to laugh. We're so busy running our household and taking care of our health that laughter, it just gets left behind. I have to say I was definitely a victim of being the cheerless mom. So this year I made a pact with myself that I would have a huge belly laugh at least once a day. I love to watch comedians. I am a huge Jim Gaffigan fan. That's my personal fave. He always makes me laugh. But I'll also watch funny YouTube videos. And I've asked my older teens to send me funny animal memes. I love me a funny animal meme. They send them to me on my phone because it always cracks me up. It's my goal to laugh hard, get a true belly laugh at least once a day. And getting my family involved in it, it just really helps me stick to my goal. Not only am I stimulating my vagus nerve here, but I feel like laughter is good for my whole body, for the mind and the soul. Okay, we've made it to number six. You can increase your vagal tone number six by getting some acupuncture. This is great if you already have an acupuncturist. I don't know if I would go out and get one just for this benefit because there's so many other options out there, but if you already have an acupuncturist, you might want to just let them know that you're interested in stimulating your vagus nerve for better gut brain health. They're trained in increasing vagal tone and it will definitely help you out. Okay, let's move on and talk about number seven. Idea number seven, you can increase your vagal tone through meditation. And you know, you know that I am not a make your mind blank, don't think of anything type of meditator. Oh no, that's not gonna work for me. So you know what I'm talking about here. I am not talking about 
no thinking of nothing. I'm talking about active mind visualizations that help strengthen your gut brain connection. Meditations like this not only improve your vagal tone, but they also improve the quality of your sleep, how you express pain in your body. They help you decrease anxiety and then of course help your GI symptoms as well. My favorite meditation app, I know there's tons out there, but mine is Insight Timer. It's full of free, I mean, when I say full of, thousands of free meditations, and they even have great vagus nerve stimulation visualizations. I put my top three favorite in the show notes. So if you're interested in using meditation to stimulate your vagus nerve, go check it out at karenhaley.com forward slash nine seven. Karen with a Y and forward slash nine seven. Okay, number eight. Number eight way you can increase your vagal tone is with cold exposure. Have you tried this before? Have you heard about this? This is something that I'm really getting into lately and I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm really struggling with it. I do not do well with it at all. I'm not going to give up though because I know just how beneficial cold exposure can be. Cold situations like a cold shower, a cold plunge pool, an ice bath. Oh my goodness, I don't think I'll ever do that one. But people swear by these and research shows that it benefits our vagal tone as well. If you're new to all this, like me, this cold therapy, you might want to start by just drinking a glass of cold water or splashing cold water on your face. That can be just a little baby step that you need to help you just get moving in the right direction with this vagus nerve stimulator. Okay, how about number nine? You can increase your vagal tone by taking specific bacterial strains. We talked about this earlier in the episode, this new research showing that specific bacterial strains, rather than multi-strain probiotics, they can help too. But if we know there's a specific bacterial strain, isn't that even better? We're moving in that direction and it shows that it can help your inflammatory bowel disease. Remember E. coli Nissel 1917, that's one that the research shows is promising for helping Crohn's and colitis symptoms and helping get into remission. There are also several bacterial strains that have been shown to benefit specifically the vagus nerve. One of them is Bifidobacterium longum, Bifidobacterium longum, and that has been shown to be helpful for those with anxiety. So if that's something that you experience, you might want to check out the research. Check it out and see you know, see if it fits for you. I will leave links for that research in the show notes as well. Okay, we've made it to number 10. You can increase your vagal tone by cutting down on, say it with me, sugar. What ailment can't be helped by cutting out sugar? This is a no-brainer. Sugar causes chronic inflammation and it impairs your vagus nerve pathways. Inflammation of the, of the mucosal lining that's that intestinal lining that's affected in Crohn's and colitis, it's also present when there's too much sugar in the diet. It disrupts the microbe communication between the brain and the gut. So as best you can, get rid of the sugar. It will help your gut-brain connection. (laughs) Can you hear the helicopter going over my house? Interesting how this happens. We have a flight path over our house right to Camp David, and we get these presidential government type helicopters that come over all the time. So if you can hear that, 
That's what that is. Okay, so sugar. It disrupts the microbe communication between the brain and the gut. So as best you can, get rid of it. It will really help with your gut-brain connection. And I always say as best you can because we're going for B-plus effort here all the way. All right, it's time for number 11. Number 11, how you can increase your vagal tone is by gargling. Yeah, simple but effective gargling. Get a bunch of warm water and gargle it in the back of your throat. And this option works because it's much like singing. It's about those vibration it create those vibrations that it creates in your body. Those gargly vibrations, they stimulate your vagus nerve. So now your vagus nerve gets to have a workout for a highly effective IBD gargle and swish, especially to keep them those mouth sores away, which are so common with Crohn's and colitis. I highly recommend adding, making it warm water that you use, and then adding to that just a touch of baking soda and hydrogen peroxide. And now you're helping the health of your mouth and you're stimulating your vagus nerve at the same time and keeping those mouth sores away. Win, win, win. Love it when that happens. Okay, my friend, that is it. I told you those 11 were simple. We're not talking about rocket science here. These are things that all of us can do right now, today, to help with the health of our gut. I know you can do at least four or five of these right away, maybe more. Let's just recap increasing your vagal tone ideas real quick before we go. We had gentle exercise, that was number one. Number two, deep breathing. Number three, singing. Number four, laughter, it's the best medicine. Number five, sleeping on your side, your right side if you can. Number six, acupuncture. Number seven, meditation. Number eight, cold exposure. Number nine, specific bacterial strains. Number 10, cut out that sugar, you are sweet enough. And number 11, gargling. All right, right now, the ones that I am most actively working on, just to let you know what I'm working on right now, are deep breathing, singing, laughter, meditation, and cold exposure. And all of them probably play some sort of role for me, but those are the ones that I think about. Those are the ones that are most important for me right now. How about you? Which of these are you currently actively engaged in? Which ones do you feel like you could do more of? As always, I want to hear from you. Let's connect so that you can tell me what vagal tone exercises you're going to be trying. I would love to know. There is a comment section at the bottom of the show notes. You can tell me there. Tell me what one or two vagal tone strategies you are going to start right away. Ones that are going to not only help your Crohn's or your colitis, but your whole body as well. Remember, the show notes are at karenhaley.com forward slash 97, K-A-R-Y-N-H-A-L-E-Y.com forward slash 97. I can't wait to hear from you. I can't wait to hear what you're going to be using to help out. The gut-brain connection, it always makes me feel lucky and grateful for all my body does for me. Don't forget, you only have a few days to book your free IBD consultation with me and for us to work together with me by your side as you find your best IBD healing options. My free consultations and private one-on-one health coaching sessions, 
are hitting pause. It all goes away on July 12th, 2022. So book your free consultation at karenhaley.com forward slash consult. Until we meet again, I'm wishing you a cheeky and healthy gut healing journey. Chat soon.